Hey guys, what's going on? Welcome to my first podcast episode, and um, I'm just going to be talking about some of my personal political beliefs, and I'm just going to dive right into it from here. So first, we're going to start out with abortion. Um, I think abortion's a terrible thing. I believe it should be completely illegal, including rape and incest, all cases, because I believe that it's murder, and murder is not justified for anything. Um, second, I want to talk about affirmative action on college campuses and workplaces, um, things like that. I think that that is a racist policy. I think if you're rewarding someone of this, um, just be based on their race or looking past someone based on their race, I think that that's naturally, um, racist or inherently racist, whether you think it's justified or not. Um, I personally don't think it's justified and, um, I do recognize that slavery was a terrible thing and... I think that, um, I, I also think, though, that affirmative action is not justified because those people were not around, um, back then. They did not deal with any of that stuff. Uh, the slavery beating, uh, terrible abuse for, of African Americans for a hundred years, um, a hun- at least a hundred years. I'm not sure what the exact time period was, but I, they weren't around for it, so frankly, I don't think that they should be awarded any affirmative action or, um, oh, what's the word? Reparations is, uh, what they're called. That's what it is. Um, I don't think reparations, um, should be given out to people. I think reparations are a really bad idea because it's basically encouraging the idea of, hey, something bad happened to me at some point and you need to Something, actually not even something bad happened to me, something bad happened to one of my ancestors at some point, and you need to reward me for that because I'm not getting your reward for that, so I need to be given a reparation based on something that didn't even happen to me, and I'm not saying I don't feel sympathy for those people's um, ancestors, I think that was a terrible thing, that people's ancestors were discriminated against and beaten, owned by other people, I think that's terrible, but I don't think that you're owed anything by either white white people who are descended from plantation owners or the government, um, for that matter. Alright, next topic, we're going to talk about, uh, racism. I think that institutional racism, um, in my opinion, is not an issue. I don't think there is, uh, institutional racism. I don't think that, uh, frankly, I don't think it exists. I think... It is made up as a way that you can broadly paint a group of people, um, conservative people, people with religious values, people with conservative uh, right-wing values, Republicans, libertarians, people like that. I think that's a way that you paint them in a broad brush stroke as racist, and you say, well, the government's racist, and you can take, the left will say, the right is racist, it's an institution uh, that wants to see black people or Latino people people like that, it's, they'll just say, it's a, it's an institution that wants to see them locked up, they want to see white people dominating black people, dominating Latino people, um, which, oddly enough, doesn't, you don't hear about Asian people, um, because Asian people are largely, well, not largely, but a, a large portion of Asian people, I don't know what the percentage is, but a lot of them become very successful, which, uh, I don't understand where the white people come to push down the Asian people, but I guess we just miss them, so we'll come back for them later. 
Next up, I'm going to talk about something similar to racism, um, uh, LGBTQ discrimination, stuff like that. Again, I don't really think that that's an issue. I think there are some people who are uh, religiously driven, and uh, I should probably say about racism too, I do think that there's some people who are not just religiously driven, also people who are genuinely fascists, people who have their uh, priorities very backward. I think there are people who are racist. I think there's people who discriminate against all types of people, uh, white people too, um, but especially black people, Latino people, um, Asian people too, um, everyone really. Um, so now back to the LGBTQ community plus IA, I don't know, whatever. I frankly believe that those people have a mental health issue that I don't think is necessarily, I don't think it's a, I do think it's a bad thing. I don't think it's a thing that needs to be fixed unless they consent to having it fixed and they want to be converted from it. I know there's a lot of places, um, I think Tallahassee was one recently that was calling for, I think there was a newspaper in in Tallahassee, Florida that called for conversion therapy to be banned. I don't know if it has been. Uh, I know California was looking into a bill where um, maybe they already passed it and it's a law, but they were talking about banning conversion therapy um, for gay people. And I think that gay people, transgender people, lesbian people, um, bisexual people, whatever the other letters stand for, I think those people should be, those people should definitely be allowed to make their choice if they want to continue down that path. They should be allowed to, but also if they want to see a therapist to help get rid of those urges um, on their part, I think they should definitely be allowed to go do that too. So now we're going to wrap it up with a talk about religious values, and then we're going to move on to some more political issues. I think religious values are a great thing. I think that having a um, at least a moral code, religious values are, in my opinion, really important. But I'll settle for a moral code, too, of course. Uh, I think religious values, we need to see another great awakening in Western culture. We need to see religious values come back, even among non-religious people. And especially we need to see religious people being more vocal about their beliefs, being more, getting into government more. We need to see more people who will be unwavering, uh, who will advocate for Christian values or um, Jewish values, really um, moral values in general. Like even, well, not even, but I have some people uh, people I go to school with who are Hindi, I don't think there's any Muslim people I go to school with, but I know that really any religion has a serious moral code besides um, what I would consider to be a religion, which is atheism. They don't have, or they wouldn't have a justification for having a moral code. A lot of them do. I know a kid who is an athe- who's an atheist. Um, he goes to school with me. He is definitely a moral kid. He knows he knows what's right and wrong in his eyes. But he doesn't have a justification for why that's right or wrong, except for he just feels that it's right or that it's wrong. And I think there needs to be a reason why it's right or wrong. There needs to be religious morals instilled back into the culture uh, for a culture to survive and thrive for sure. Now I'm going to move on to capitalism, and I think capitalism is kind of tied in with Western culture, Western civilization for sure. Capitalism is a great thing. Um, socialism is terrible. <laughs> it's just how it works. Socialism is a terrible idea. 
if we lived in a culture, um, or just a world in general, if we lived in a culture or a world where people, where everyone was great, everyone was moral, everyone was religious, and everyone wanted to share their stuff, I would have no problem with that. I think that'd be great if everyone was like that. But everyone's not like that. People are sinful. People are terrible. People are disgusting. You don't. You can't argue with me on that. No one can. You open the news, you'll see tens of articles about terrible things happening in the world, and it'll make you lose faith in humanity. So, there's a reason why we use capitalism. It's because capitalism is the best way. Capitalism is works-based. You put in work, then uh, there are some problems with it, obviously. Not everyone who puts in the work will get the same reward. Some people get very lucky, some people don't. But it's the most fair system we have, because socialism takes away from people who work to give it to people who don't. It encourages laziness, it encourages greed, and ultimately, you wind up with a bunch of people who are equally poor and equally homeless and and equally miserable. Um, Well, there's a giant government cover-up with people trying to make it look like a utopia. And that's the problem. It just appeals to people who are looking for meaning. It appeals to people who are who are really, 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 really ideological people, but they don't really have the ideal, the ideas, um, they don't know what to do, so they turn to this solution, and it's really easy to get really hyped up about, because it's naturally something where you think, yeah, this is gonna be awesome, and then you try it, and it just doesn't work, it's never worked, China, Russia, China, just this whole coronavirus thing's going on right now, China tried to cover this up for months, and then once it got out, they acknowledged it for a month, and now they're trying to cover it up again and make it look like they have no cases. Um, so China's uh, covering up. Russia is has always been uh, tried to cover things up. The USSR covered things up back when they were there instead of Russia. Communist regimes just aren't good. So it always turns into a dictatorship. Socialist regimes turn into dictatorships as people get greedy. You wind up with, um, like, look at Venezuela. Venezuela's in ruins right now. Venezuela has, they could be a rich country. If they had capitalism, they could be an enormously wealthy country. Um, But the, sorry, my knuckles just cracked really bad right there. Um, But the socialism that they have there has completely ruined their, um, their civilization, their culture. And now they have a greedy dictator down there who doesn't care about the people, who just cares about overinflating the economy, throwing it into ruins, and then trying to get a bailout from the U.S. Now that I'm done talking about capitalism and socialism, I'm going to talk about kind of something that goes hand-in-hand with capitalism, which is voting. Uh, Voting is kind of naturally goes with capitalism because capitalism is all about consent, right? I'm giving you consent, uh, you know, two-party consent. You consent to give me this, and I'll give you this in exchange. You give me $5.00. I'll give you a cookie, whatever. Um, you're getting paid for your goods. I'm getting paid for my labor, things like that. Whereas with socialism, you don't really have that. And it's kind of a similar idea for democracy. Like, you consent to what the government does or the government doesn't do it. Um, or republics were not technically a democracy. I should probably make sure to say that next time. But I think... With voting, I don't think that everyone should have the right to vote. I think, obviously, people who are currently incarcerated um, 
shouldn't be able to vote. You know, people in the prisons definitely shouldn't be able to vote while they're serving their sentence, uh, in my opinion, because those people have demonstrated that they can't be, or at least that they don't want to be a functioning member of society. And if you don't want to be a functioning member of society, I don't see why we'd let you decide the path of our society. And obviously, I'm not going to say a homeless person can't vote, because if you don't have a home, there's multiple reasons why that could happen. That doesn't necessarily mean you're not a functioning member of society. But I definitely think you should have, in addition to not being uh, incarcerated currently for felony, something like that, I also think that if you want to vote, you should definitely be at least of somewhat intelligence, uh, some intelligence whatsoever. I think you should need to pass a citizenship with at least a 60%, like 66%, two-thirds. I don't think that's too much to ask. If you're going to decide the future of a country, I think you should be able to know about what you're voting. You should know what you're voting for. You should understand the weight of what you're doing. And you should understand that your vote is going to basically, well, not necessarily going to, but it could turn the direction this nation's going in, and I think it's really important that you know the history of your country. You know who our first president was. You know what wars we've been in. You know why we fought those wars. You know why we fight wars in general. You just have a basic understanding of economics. You have a basic understanding of all these things that uh, contribute to a country, and I think that's definitely necessary. If you're going to be determining the future of a country, you should know about one. I'm going to move into two more things. We're going to talk about gun control and identity politics next. I think we'll do gun control first. Gun control, I think guns need to be... uh, I live in Ohio, so I think our gun regulations are great. We don't have that many regulations on guns. You know, you don't have it like in California where California... Good luck buying a gun. California is as tight on their guns as they can possibly be without just saying, we don't want guns here. Uh, it, at least as tight as they think they could be without their citizens getting really mad, um, without the citizens in the north part of California, where they're not as liberal. There's a lot of people there who have, who aren't really used to that big city mentality of, you know, give us all the guns. We don't want you guys having guns. Let's give them to the government. Trust the government. Um, and I think the reason that those people have that mentality is because those people don't understand the concept. Because they have this freedom, they don't understand what it would be like to have a government controlling your life, a government that screws up everything. I mean, the stimulus checks, they were, they're trying to get more approved now for the COVID thing because they're already out of money to give to small businesses. And I mean, it's not really a government screw-up, but it's a shortcoming of the government for sure. And they definitely need to get that figured out. They need, We should not be trusting the government to handle our lives, to handle everyone's livelihood. And obviously pandemic is not the time to worry about this pandemic the government does need some more control but in the pandemic we also need to make sure we don't give away our liberties and i think uh this doesn't really tie into gun control so much i'm kind of going off on a tangent here but i definitely think that we need to make sure we retain all of those liberties coming back out of this and i think that gun control is really important because i think a lot of people don't understand what it'd be like to live in a country where the government doesn't have anything to fear from its people because the people should be the government. The people are the government. And I don't want to live in a country where the government controls the people, not the other way around. Because the people 
should be in control of the government and the people should know what direction our country is going and the people should be supporting it. The government shouldn't be making the people go where it wants to go for sure. And lastly, I probably should have tied this in with racism and sexism, and LGBT discrimination, stuff like that. Um, actually, I should probably get to sexism after this, too. We're going to talk about identity politics. I think, again, those are kind of inherently racist because you have people, or I think it, it the whole idea of it, identity politics is you're black, so this is the issue I'm going to talk to you about. You should be voting for me because I have policies that black people like. What do I even have to say to that? I mean, come on. If you just say, you can't just say you're black, so I know what you like. Like you're, categori- you're categorizing an entire group of black people as liking these policies. Come on. I mean, that that's just not okay. You can't say you're a woman, so we know what you want and we're going to get it for you. So you need to vote for us because we're, we know what you want. So we'll, t- we'll take you there. Just trust us. We know what you want. That's inherently sexist. It's inherently racist. You're just appealing to one side. Think, uh, well, you're trying to appeal to one specific group. One side is trying to appeal to one specific group on the basis of, we know what race you are, therefore we know what you want. I mean, come on. That's obviously racist. There's no way around it. And lastly, uh, this is not, well, this wasn't planned, but I think I'll just go off on this little rabbit trail, down the rabbit hole anyway. We're going to talk about sexism lastly, and I think you can probably guess my stance on this because you've already heard the rest of this, but I definitely think that sexism is, to some extent, I think it is made up by the left, um, especially the left, to try to force women into fearing that men are out to control them. As a guy myself, I'm not trying to control women. I wasn't brought up thinking that I'm superior to women. I think that we're different, and I think that there's different roles for men and women, um, religious, from a religious standpoint, but I don't think, I mean, obviously, I think women should have jobs, I think women should be able to have a job, but I don't think you should be able to have a job because you're a woman, if that makes sense. I don't think you should be able to show up to an office, have less qualifications than a man, but uh, your company needs to fill some kind of quota, and therefore, you're hired, because now you have a, because, you know, the company has 25% women, so we can get a new grant or whatever. You know, we have 25% women, so you can't say that we're a sexist company. I think that's wrong for sure. But I also think that some sexism is real. There are, just like with racism and LGBTQ plus discrimination, I think there are people who think that they're superior to women because they're men. But I also think that it's much less widespread than the left wants you to believe. I think there's very few people like that. I think there's people who are getting really, really, really triggered because some guy comes up and holds the door for them. You've got these feminists, you've got these leftists out there who are being told, if a guy opens the door for you, that should trigger you. You should rage in his face. You should get mad at him because he is not supposed to be doing that for you. That is sexist of him to want to open that door for you, you know, stuff like that, just the stupidest things, is, that's what it is, really, it's just stupidity at its best, uh, feminism, and just to be clear, uh, that's not a diss on first wave feminism, I think, you know, women should have the same legal recognition, I think they should have the same, the right to vote, they should, you know, the same things as with all the races, people of every race should be allowed to vote, African Americans should vote, women should vote, but, I don't think that 
men can't open doors for women because that's saying that men are superior to women. That's just stupid. Uh, so guys, I hope you enjoyed listening to this if you made it this far. And uh, be sure to send me a message and let me know what you thought of this podcast. And let me know if you want to hear another one. Um, next one, if I do one, I'll probably be talking about just the whole coronavirus epidemic in general. Probably coming here in the next two weeks or so. So thanks a lot for listening.